six-time All-Australian, five-time best and fairest winner, Norm Smith medalist and now two-time premiership player. We'll try for a second time. Scott Pendlebury, welcome. No, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me on. Great to have you on. How are they treating you over at the Emirates Marquee? Who have you, who have you watched today? No, I just got here, so we're watching tonight's session. Okay, so Carlos Alcaraz? Yeah, yeah. So we're in a suite at the moment, so everyone's just having a feed. and It actually feels like we're sitting on an aeroplane. That's the, the setup. So, um, yeah, it'd be nice if we're ducking off to Dubai or something at the moment on the plane. But, no, nah, it's, uh, yeah, it's amazing in here. I'm looking forward to getting over and watching some tennis soon. And, of course, if that was the case, you would be in seat 1A. Well, I think Josh Dacos is in 1A at the moment, so I'll see if I can nudge right? him out. <laughs> who, else have, who else have we got there from uh, the black and white? Well, it's, yeah, it's a real Collingwood. The president's here, Jeff Brown's here, Darcy Moore, Josh, Mason Cox. Is, I can hear him, but I can't see him, which is funny, but I can, he's always really loud. So, um, yeah, so it's a good turnout. Scott, we know you uh, could have been a gun basketballer. How would you have gone with tennis? Oh, no, no good. No good at all. So I played a little bit as a kid, but, yeah, it wasn't really a big thing for us going there. And I do, I must admit, it's probably become one of my favourite sports to watch just because of how yeah. athletic the guys are. And I love just the different types that play it. It's, you know, there's like Demonor, who's, you know, real nimble and mobile around the court. And then there's, you know, guys six foot eight, six foot nine, purely power-based. So I love just watching all, all the different athletes play and the different styles. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And I, I am fascinated as well in the psychology of team sport versus individual. I mean, because while they're both sports, they're very, very different makeups. I mean, being, um, you know, I think you're just about, about to start pre-season number 19. In a team environment, it must be very different to an individual, say, tennis athlete travelling the world, spending 80% of the year in hotel rooms. Yeah, I was reading, Alex Demonor had an article somewhere over the weekend. I was reading about how he's sort of dealing with the fame and um, and he spoke about he played soccer and tennis and he loved, he decided tennis because it was all on him um, and he loved that yep. pressure of going out there and performing and there's no one to blame if he didn't play well and, um, and I found that, yeah, it was really interesting to read and um, clearly the reason why he's so good is he can, he can really handle that pressure really well and then, um, yeah, then relating back to footy, it's like, I love the fact that it's on me, but it's also on 19 other guys and all the moving parts and, you know, whatever the makeup is of, of team sport. So, yeah, it's just fascinating what motivates different athletes. Mm. What motivates you going into pre-season 19? So, sorry to age you, by the way. I could, almost fell off my chair when I read it was number 19 for you. Uh, um, yeah, I think what, what's always motivated me is playing in a team and um, that feeling when the team's just all on the same page and in unison and playing as one and, uh, I've been really fortunate the last two years. I feel like I've been playing in a side. And, you know, to be fair, probably for the majority of my, my career, I've played in sides that have played finals. And, um, yeah, but to, to play in, you know, last year's side, which was humming and, um, you know, you're all, you're part of the cog. I love, I love that feeling of just being, you know, a part in the cog that's, that's making the machine work. What will be different about Collingwood in 24 versus 23, do you think? Because it, it, it's, it's one of the thing that, things that interests me in football so much is when a, a team like Collingwood reaches the pinnacle and then you go into the next year thinking, OK, we, we want to do the same again, right? But how do we maintain what we want to do whilst also not resting on our laurels and, and making sure that we're able to adapt to the rest of the competition that is now hunting you? Yeah, it's, it's sort of a fascinating thing. And I've always been sort of watching it since I ever won a flag about side to, um, you know, have the ability to go back back to back like sort of Hawthorne have and Richmond have. And I feel like um, a lot of sides, when they win it the next year, they're always comparing themselves to what they were. And 
Um, yeah. I, I don't think that's the right approach to compare. Oh, last year we were doing this at that stage of the year or we won this amount of games or we're winning by this much. Um, yeah. As I said, every year the competition moves. So I just think for us, um, and like, you know, when I used to watch Hawthorne, Geelong, Richmond, they just got better every year. Um, they didn't worry too much about what everyone else was doing. They just tried to improve because we know if we play as well as we played last year, it's not going to be good enough and we have to get better. And So go on that journey again, enjoy the ups and downs, not compare ourselves to what was in 2023 because that's done with. That's not going to help us with where we want to go in 24 in terms of trying to, trying to go all the way again. So just enjoy this journey. If it's a new one, it's going to be a different one. Tell us about Lockie Schutz, Scott. Yeah, he's fit in really well. Um, you know, he's a fantastic um, athlete first. His, his ability to, you know, get up and down the ground and, um, yeah, play really well. But then um, the other thing that I've noticed, his footy IQ is super high and, um, yeah, he's fit in really well and he's loving the way that we, we go about training and playing. So uh, it's great to have him on board. How different is it going to be not uh, having Jack Inman on the team? Um, yeah, it's obviously, yeah, any time a big fan favourite leaves your club, it's always a little bit different. And um, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know when we play Hawthorne, so it'd be interesting the reception he gets and things like that. But yeah, to me, and I, I said this to Guinea, you know, he's a, he's a premiership teammate for life and we have that special bond and uh, I wish him, you know, all the best apart from when he plays against us at Hawthorne. <laughs> he's still going to get booed by the Collingwood faithful, will he, Scott? Actually, I think, I think we might play them. Do we play them in Adelaide, maybe? Yeah, I think it's gather round, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we play him over there. So we probably play him on neutral territory. So yeah, he might be. It's probably a good thing, regard. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Before you go, d- tell me this: Who would be the best tennis player at Collingwood, and who would be the worst? Who would you have your life on, and oh, who would Jer- you never Jeremy ever Howell, put money on? Jeremy Howe by far is the best. He he okay. used to play and play at a pretty high level. Um, and Darcy Moore, the skipper, is very. Very open. He's got all the gear. He's got all the gear. Looks the part, but lacks mobility around the court. All the gear and no idea. Yeah, I hope he hears that too. He really fancies don't, himself. Don't worry. <laughs> he will. Scott, go and enjoy the night. Uh, I hear Emirates will are looking do. after you. Make sure you have fun. Will do. Will do. See you guys.